0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of FlexDepose. This is Jason, that guy over there. That's Lucas. Hello. And we are doing this here a podcast for use. It's a good show, yeah. Uh, this is recording on Monday, the 18th of July, 2016. Oh, uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't. Don't even acknowledge that, please. Don't, <laughs> okay. don't encourage, don't encourage bad. me, Lucas, Lucas you or anyone else. <laughs> on the show today, we have uh, IRL stuff, what you plan, news of the week, an overclocked remix for you, and community grab bag, maybe. And that's that's what we do on this podcast mm. because it's good. So. For those unfamiliar, that's what we do on the show, and by now I don't think there's anyone unfamiliar. There's no one new coming to the show. There's just <laughs> you, there's just those people that are still here because they feel sorry for us and they're they're either they're like they're kinda like it's like watching a train wreck, you know, they just can't look away. Yeah. And they're just they're just watching that slow burn, our slow they're descent glued. into hell.
1: They want to know how bad it could get. <sighs> stats don't lie, Jason. Because
0: my stats don't lie, and I'm trying to feel <laughs> them. <heaven. laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's, it feels weird. We're recording on Monday, our regular, regularly scheduled broadcast time. And yeah, yeah and, you know, oddly enough, that was not almost not the case because, um, I recorded an episode of, uh, PSVG with some of the crew over there on Friday. And then I was, I don't think I was playing anything, but I was like, maybe it was, I don't remember. But then, um, I noticed, uh, I used, uh, the GeForce experience app to keep my drivers up to date automatically because I'm lazy. <laughs> and it's like, oh, try the new version of the app. Or it was like a beta version of the app or something like that. And you couldn't update it. I was like, oh, cool, why not? And so I started the update and it got like halfway through and then it said like some sort of, I don't remember if it was a Windows error or it was an, uh, an error specifically with the installer. Either way, it like errored out like halfway through. and I was like, oh, well, that's weird. And then I was like, I thought my screen resolution looked kinda of funky, so I was like, Well, let me check out my drivers. Well it had basically uninstalled all my drivers too. I was like, Oh, okay, so I'm gonna have to No, that wasn't the case. Um the app itself was gone. The G First Experience app was gone. I was like, Oh, that's weird, so let me reinstall the app. I'll get just the base version. So I start I download that. I start that install. I'm like, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, error, blue screen to death, desktop crashes, windows crashes, I'm like, Oh, oh. that's great. This is going to be fun. So computer, get the bio screen. Like, all right, get the message, load in your operating system. Okay, we're doing good. Uh, the Windows XP uh, Windows XP loading screen shows up. What? No, the, the Windows 10 loading screen shows up. And I get, I have a, I use a PIN number to get in. So I'm greeted with my login screen. So I put in my PIN number and it says, you are not, you are, oh, no. That's what yes, your computer that's, sounded that's, like? That's, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> I get I hear uh, I get a message that says uh, you you're not connected and you must use blah 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 your password I'm like well that's weird my network connection's there why am I not connected and so I keep trying the PIN so I had to use like my Windows account password to sign in like okay whatever get to my desktop and everything looks fine for about a split second and then it was like my computer had Tourette's oh, it was no. like having a constant stroke like it looked like my screen would be constantly flickering. Like the point where it's like I'm thinking I'm gonna have an aneurysm by looking at this thing, and it, it just it's constantly flickering. Like so, I thought immediately. I thought, okay, so my drivers are completely either I'm like, oh great, my video card is fried now, or there's uh, something yeah. my driver. You know, my drivers are screwed up. You know, something like that. So <coughs> sure, um, like okay, no problem. I'll just get the drivers to install. And like I notice I can't do anything. I can't click on anything. None of my taskbar items I've loaded up. So none of my startup items have loaded. So I I started I launched the uh task manager to be like okay what's running what's not running and like nothing's running none of my applications are running there's just all these background processes and I can't remember what the exact there was a specific Windows process that kept running and I'm just watching as my CPU usage which was at a nice like twenty five percent is slowly climbing higher and higher so <laughs> I keep I keep like ending tasks thinking that there's just something you know troublesome that I can right. destroy no. And pretty soon I'm at like 98, 99, I'm at max CPU usage and I'm not even doing anything. So I think what was going on is like something was constantly crashing and then relaunching and just re and caught in like an execution loop or something like that Okay. until infinity. Um, I could get like the run command to start up and I thought maybe I could like type in a run command to do something, but it, it didn't work. So I was like. Uh, I messed with it a little bit, and I was like, okay. At about one o'clock, I was like, forget this. I'm going to bed. So Saturday, I made a point. I'm like, I'm not gonna. Oh, I did mess with it a little bit Saturday. So I decided let's do a repair. That's going to be the best process. Let's boot into safe mode. I mean, let's uh, yeah, let's go into safe mode, and then I can, you know, try to do a system restore or something. No, you can't get into safe mode in Windows 10. You can't like you know hit F8 and then select you know, um, and have a, a startup selection. You have to either like you have a couple options when you're like actually in the login screen or at the desktop you can hit restart and if you hold down the shift button when you hit restart it'll when it reboots it'll bring you to that like the system options mm-hmm. but problem is my computer wouldn't ever restart it would just hang at a, a, a blue screen that would look like the restart screen and it would just for an infinity and i'd have to f- force close it so that wasn't an option cuz i thought okay i could do startup repair through that but i couldn't even get into um any screen to do that. So Sunday, I, whatever I say, forget it. So Sunday comes around and I, um, well, that actually no, that was still on Saturday. I went and I got, I went out and bought a eight gig flash drive for like five bucks. Cause they're so cheap now. Yeah. And no right from Microsoft site, you can download, you can create a media kit for windows 10. So you can make an installer on a DVD with an ISO or a flash drive. All it takes is four gigs. So I was like, oh, sweet, I did that. So I've got a Windows 10 installer now on a flash drive, which is probably a good idea to have in case I need to, you know, do anything in the future. So I boot from the USB thinking I can do a a startup repair, which I do, launch it, go upstairs to watch TV, and come back, still doesn't fix the problem. So I'm like, okay, maybe I have some restore points. I can do that. Nope, no restore points. Uh, There were some options to, like, just reinstall over top of Windows, nope, that would fail too. So it became very apparent that a reformat was my only option, mm-hmm. which always sucks. It's like a double-bladed sword. You like don't want to ever reformat, but when you do, your computer always runs so runs much better, so, much better. so you're, yeah. you're you're so thankful
1: that you did that. So well, well, this is kind of weird because I think I might know what happened, actually. Oh, you um, can tell. I, well, I just got this message. Here, let me play it for you. Jason. It is I, Robot Lucas. I have hacked your computer.
0: I know all your secrets. Send bitcoins or else.
1: <laughs> so, that,
0: that's what happened.
1: That's. You got hacked, brah. You got hacked. Uh,
0: so, that Nigerian prince really didn't need my help.
1: <laughs> I am a Nigerian <laughs> prince. Send a uh. pump. That's so I earbuds. thought
0: I thought to myself, okay, uh, I. Luckily, my computer's kind of set up that reformat's not the worst thing. I have three hard drives. I have Windows on a, its own solid state hard drive. I have a 500 gig that was mostly programs, and I have a 500 gig that was storage. And in my case, the 500 gig that was programs were all games, and then that spooled over into the other drive. So, like, any files that I wouldn't need to lose out on, um, you know, those are on another disk. So it's not a big deal. So I'm like, okay, I. I don't have, you know, I upgraded to Windows 10. I didn't have it, so I didn't have a key. So I'm like, well, I can't just do a direct to Windows 10 upgrade. So Mm -hmm. I I tried to install Windows 7 Ultimate Edition, which I had back in the day. And the install would go fine. But for whatever reason, you know, after you're done installing, you're just at the desktop. And before I ever do anything, I like to reboot the machine to make sure that it was, you know, that it's going to work. And every time I would reboot it, it would boot loop.
1: Oh, good. Every Lord. time,
0: for whatever reason, it would just constantly it wouldn't even get to the launching window screen. It would just go back to the BIOS and just constantly, you know, loop there. I did that three different times before I because first I, I did that and then I tried the second time I tried it again. And then so the third time I'm like, okay, I'm just going to forget that. I'm just going to install Windows. So as soon as I get Windows um as soon as uh Windows seven finished, when it was rebooting, I put in the flash drive, booted from that, and started to Do the upgrade installation, but apparently, you only can do the upgrade installation from Windows. So, I'm like, crap, again, it didn't work. So, then, like, the fourth time I tried it, and then it it wouldn't work, it wouldn't do anything. So, I'm like, okay, I've got no choice now but to boot straight to, you know, make a clean install directly into Windows 10. So, I did that, and then the first time I had some weird problems, so I did a second one, and then finally, on the second try, you know, I get to the desktop, I get through all the stupid startup menus, all the tutorial crap they want you to do. I'm finally there. And there's, you know, it asks you for a key, but you can just say, you know, I don't I don't have one. But I didn't know this. What I learned from one of my friends on my Discord server is when you do the upgrade, um, you're given, your machine is registered with Windows. So as long as you have that configuration still, you're, uh, you're authentic. You're authenticated. Basically. Oh, so you can't so.
1: change, like, your graphics card and then... Well, I think to I could change that,
0: but I think if I change, like, something more like, you know, my like i think it's registered with that processor and that you know that uh, motherboard, motherboard those those main components
1: i've heard of that kind of drm where it'll let you change your configuration like twice before you get struck with some kind of drm where you can't like play the video game you want or whatever which was a horrible mm. idea yeah <laughs> considering pc users are always upgrading their stuff but hey yeah. whatever
0: So, um, yeah, needless to say, I finally got that going, you know, I was windows updated. I got, and then I did, you know, put GeForce experience and I'm installing my drivers again. And it sat there for like 30 minutes installing that, these 3d graphic things. And finally I was like, screw this. I just restarted the computer and, um, everything's fine. The drivers are installed. Everything's fine there. But it's just interesting. My, my computer's, um, statistics now, like. My computer wasn't running bad by any means, but like you know, I was ha- clearly having problems with Overwatch. Um, I think I talked about that on this. Yeah, I? you I was, did. Yeah, yep. and um, I, it's after the break, and then doing another podcast. It's like I forget what we did, what we haven't. You know, it's oh yeah, weird. for sure. There's, this, there's like this weird time lapse here, the time travel, Lucas, time travel. But uh, yeah, um, since then, you know, I I've very bare bones. Um, you know, I don't have. GOG Galaxy installed yet? So there's all those games and I have. I I have Steam installed, but I only installed like games I would actually play. So Steam consists of Shadowrun, Dragonfall Director's Cut, which I haven't played, but I hope. to I was someday. gonna say I
1: thought you said games you played. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: um, awesome Knots, which I haven't played since uh, May. Um, Dirty Bomb, Jeez. which I haven't played since January, apparently. And I thought I installed Rocket League, but it looks like Rocket League isn't... Unless it's hidden in a menu somewhere, Rocket League should be installed as well. So I only have, like, four Steam games installed, and then I installed uh, Heroes of the Storm and and Overwatch. So heart, very bare bones, but, like, right now I'm, I'm sitting idle, you know, just doing a recording, and I'm... You know, I peak at 25% CPU, and, like, when I was in Overwatch, I was peaking at 50, while before I was, like, at closer to 70. So definitely got a lot of bloatware out of my machine it starts up faster it's definitely running better so
1: um yeah but you need those 10 hp um programs when you get oh one God. of their uh, printers that yeah <laughs> yes well so, damn that sounds like a grand old time good yeah, way to spend a weekend
0: yeah i was really frustrated about it um come friday and then i was just like you know what and part of me i honestly if it wasn't for this podcast it probably wouldn't even be fixed yet because that was the only that was the only reason I was like, well, I got a podcast, and then uh, then you kind of had the thought of, well, maybe this is a sign. Maybe the podcast is done, <laughs> you know. No! And uh, this is funny how you you get to those points, but uh, yeah, it was kind of cool not being tied to that, you know. Friday night and and well, Friday night was late, but Saturday night, you know, I went to bed at a decent time, and um, yeah, not not fun to to deal with computer things like that it just reminds me why i really hate windows sometimes especially like that windows 7 stuff because for why why is it looping? it makes no sense you know yeah so, especially
1: on a clean install
0: yeah so that that was my fun over the weekend
1: well sounds like a lot of fun it doesn't sound frustrating at all um well shall i share well, my why do you
0: mention that because it really wasn't it wasn't at all
1: <laughs> i'm sure i can't well, knowing you, the way that you have a tendency to get laser focused on something when you can't figure out why the hell something's doing something, like with the website or or anything like that, I, I can imagine you just getting this furrowed brow and you're like looking at your computer like trying to will it to work and you're just like, what the hell's going on? I can't figure it out. This priest is short. I've watched <laughs> enough
0: Silicon Valley and Halt and Catch Fire.
1: That's true. You knew how Man. you knew what to do.
0: I should be able to like fix this. Like, whoa.
1: At the very least, you should know how to hack the mainframe. Right. Whatever mainframe that might be. Um, so I mean, I didn't really do a whole lot over the week, but, um, one thing that I'm excited about is contacts. Now I'm not a huge contacts where uh, I've tried it a couple times and it's never really gone great. It's my eyes are very sensitive, unfortunately. Um, but is it, is it glaucoma? It, it is. It's the diabetes. Um, I Three, hope it's glaucoma. Two, one contact. Um, so the reason why I'm excited about this is because with the Rift, it's so difficult to have glasses on and play the Rift if you have a big right. head like I do. Mm. So I was talking to um, the. It's not our normal eye doctor but he's slowly becoming the guy that we see because he he has more open availability um, and I was telling him about you know why I wanted contacts and I was like are you familiar with any VR headsets you know I'm just like Ugh. but um, interestingly my eyes the one of the problems with getting contacts is my eyes were uh, always two very close but different um, prescriptions but now he said I can pretty much just level or you know have both eyes be the same prescription, which is nice because now you don't have to you don't have to buy two boxes if you want to get contacts for cheaper or whatever you know what I mean like before I'd have to buy one box for each eye now since it's the same prescription right. I could just get one box if I wanted to so that's that's really great and thankfully my eyes haven't gotten any worse because they're pretty bad already and uh, I was really actually kind of nervous about that and then. The other thing, oh, and that also means I can now wear my luchador mask that you got me, so that's another, (laughs) that's the real important part. Um, The other thing is my mother got me a coffee grinder for my birthday, which Mm. was really weird because I've always wanted one, but I don't remember, like, talking about it around her, Um, and so I've been doing the manual, uh, like, pour boiling water manual drip uh, coffee maker, so no, no electronics involved. It's the old fashioned way. Um, I use a sock as a means to put my grinds in. No, I don't go that far. But uh, so I've never grinded my coffee and I did it today and it was glorious. It I really I could actually taste a difference. So now I'm a coffee snob. Jason, I don't oh, no. you Don't you? I thought you did you did you grind your own coffee before?
0: Uh, well, we had the Keurig for a long time and then we decided, um, to save some money and get rid of it because the k yeah, can kind of expensive. And, and they, you know, they say that cause they, there's always water in the reservoir that you can't clean plus the plastics and everything that it's just not that good for you. And I mean, who knows? I mean, it could very well be the case. So we decided that we wanted, you know, more choice in our coffee. So we, yeah, we got rid of ours. We have one of those, uh, ninja coffee bar type things you might've seen the, Infomercials for um, Hmm. that does uh, four different sizes. It does. It has a full carafe, a half carafe, a travel mug, or a cup, and then it has. um, You can actually make like specialty drinks with it too, like iced coffee and things like that. But we don't really mess with that. We just do regular. So, but yeah, we have. uh, We usually buy the coffee ground. We'll grind it at the store. But we do have a. We do have a pretty nice grinder that we got as a gift. Um, I don't. Gosh, I don't even remember when. I don't use it too much because it's just kind of a pain. But um, yeah i do i do like that I do like that bunches. option
1: I feel like it i mean I don't know it's just maybe it's in my mind, but I just feel like it's gonna be fresh more fresh you know what i mean um and yeah, i, I mean, had, it, it probably is to an extent i mean I don't know the ins and outs of coffee you know i'm not i know there's a whole slew of things to it's much like you know beer or something like that you could learn all the little intricacies of of coffee brewing but i just want a half decent cup of coffee uh to coffee coffee to replace the uh need to go to other places and buy you know a five dollar cup of coffee so coffee sorry uh so yeah i was pretty excited about that it was kind of like a thing that actually you know worked out and i was like oh this is pretty good so uh yeah uh, that's pretty much it. We we went to. uh, Have you ever heard of Boulder Ridge? Uh, it's a um kind of like a zoo almost. I feel like that sounds
0: fairly very familiar. Okay, it's Excuse like me. a
1: it's like a safari slash petting zoo that opened fairly like within the last five years, I think. Um. And they have a lot of. It's different than John Ball Park because you, which is our it's, local it's, zoo. It's
0: here in in town.
1: No, it's actually about thirty minutes away from here from me. Anyway, um, over kind of towards Saranac, which is where Danette's dad lives. Um, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, really. And I was kind I of like, like, why? I feel
0: like just I were talking about this before because yeah, they have like more of not oh, for lack of a better phrase, safari type. Animals, yeah, correct?
1: yeah. So it's like like, uh, for lack of a better word, a sort of safari thing where you get a little bit up more close to the animals. Uh, mm-hmm. They had giraffes there, and you can like stand next to them, literally just a fence between you and uh, just to be able to stand that close to something that's like 15 feet tall. You're just like, right. holy crap! It doesn't it it doesn't really hit you how big they are until you're standing right next to it. Um, stop. And <laughs> so I. <laughs> Uh, so we did that and it was pretty cool. They had a lot of little interesting attractions. So it was, it was nice to go check out and, um, see all the different animals that they don't really like, there weren't bears there. Um, there weren't like the classic staple zoo animals. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about all I did this week. Well, I guess it was kind of a weekend cause we released so late. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, so, you know, it's summer. It's summer, so it's a little harder to.
0: You know, it's funny you you bring that up because Nathan and I had a good laugh about it recording PSVG on Friday. Uh, you know, you had uh, you had said to me, "Oh, you know, why don't you uh, do you mind you know putting the episode post out when you get a chance?" Like, "Oh yeah, no problem." That was at work, and I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna be able to get to it later." And finally, like, eh, like eight eight thirty at night, I was like, "Oh, I never posted that episode <laughs> up." So I <laughs> I did it real quick, released it. And then the next morning, there is
1: morning, no doing it real quick. It so, takes forever.
0: It does take forever. So Friday morning, I wake up and I'm like, or was it um, Thursday morning? I wake up and I'm like, wait a second, my feed hasn't updated. What's going on? So I dig into it. And I'm like, well, I didn't have this category right, so I update that. And then I'm like, it's still not there. I check the XML file. I'm like, oh, that post is definitely not there. Somehow I managed to post the the MP3 file location into the Holocron Council feed. <laughs> So, cool. for those of you that are still subscribed, like the whole five of you that might still be subscribed to the Holocron Council, you would notice a new episode released last week of Fluxipose, episode one hundred and twenty-two. <laughs> nice. So that was my my whoopsie, oopsie daisy.
1: Well, shall we continue into the uh, much loved? Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Emmy 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 yes. Award winning. Uh,
0: <laughs> that
1: yeah, I was gonna make up more things, but instead I'll do this.
0: Yeah, very <laughs> 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 <Barry> apt. <Apps. laughs> that's
1: called hurry up, and that's, that's what that. I should have done when yep. I was talking.
0: Yep. So that means it's time for what you
1: playing?
0: I don't know if you can handle mine, Lucas. I don't know. We both got some good stuff here.
1: Mine's gonna go. I think both of ours is gonna go quick. So quick. Well, I
0: will start then. Okay, do it. And we'll tag team since we share an, art, an item. Yes. So yes. I will get you with my first item. Um, you know, I, I didn't really play anything. And then, um, yeah, we uh, finally got around to watching Whiplash. Uh, got it from the library. Woo! And have you seen it?
1: I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. Oh,
0: man, intense. Right? I just, It's just like J.K. Simmons in that role is just like, you know, I I I haven't seen him in too many films. You know, I, I saw him back in the day as, as you know, Jay Jonah Jameson in Spider Man, <laughs> and you know a few random supporting things like Juno's dad and Juno, or or uh, the best friend of Hank Mardosa in or and in uh, I Love You Man. You know, <laughs> Hank he Mardukas. Plays, yeah. he plays, you know, he he always plays that role. And it's very similar to his professor. You always see him as Professor Burke from Farmers University. See, so he always uh, you know that lovable role. What were you?
1: He did the uh, voice of the other. Guy in Gravity Falls, which other guy? The brother.
0: Oh wow, I didn't know that. He you didn't plays... notice that? No, I didn't know that. You wow, silly goose. That's awesome. Um, maybe I did. I just forgot. But either way, I mean, and then you just see him like go off and swearing and throwing racial slurs and homophobic <laughs> slurs and horrible, nasty things, and it's just like it's a little difficult to watch sometimes. But man, that that whole that whole movie,
1: Whew. the ending. The ending. deviousness,
0: yes, and then you, and then it's like okay, and you can kind of interpret that a couple different ways too, even in the ending and um, oh, but man, yeah, really, really, really good movie. Um, I love the soundtrack. Disappointed when I went back to listen to it on Spotify though, how much actually is there? Uh, tease a uh, spoiler, not much. Like they have you know Caravan in its entirety, and then Whiplash in its entirety, and like that song, like the intro song. And then there's like a couple bits and pieces, like when Miles Teller is playing, uh, you know, practicing and doing all these drums solo and fills, like parts of that, and then some voiceovers from J.K. Simmons's character. I was really hoping there'd be, but I guess thinking back on it, you know, there weren't any other music because I, it, you know, I I've talked about it on the show. I'm I'm a fan of this kind of music. I was in jazz band in high school. I really miss, um, I miss that. And, you know, unfortunately, it, it our program fell apart my senior year so I wasn't able to to keep playing it but I I always loved that I've loved jazz and you know I I really like a lot of the songs that are on that in that movie but oh my god yeah just wow crazy good movie if you haven't did, seen it yet
1: Did you know that I joined jazz band actually
0: No I didn't know that
1: It was the scariest thing ever because I liked in middle school or not middle school um Well yeah yeah it was middle school cuz our middle school and high school are connected yeah. So in middle school, I joined band for... Because our middle school is 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and then you go to high school. Yeah, now they um, have the upper
0: elementary, but back then...
1: Yeah, right. it was all connected. And uh, so in middle school, I was in band, and I played trumpet. And my last year, I think, that I was in band, I decided to also join the uh, jazz band. And whole. I was so nervous. That it's so difficult to play the music that they were playing i remember walking in there and i was just like there were a lot of high schoolers in there i bet you must have been in there too because if i was in high school well i was I, was I was a school,
0: junior i believe when you were a freshman cuz i had that we had the uh, life management oh yeah that's time. right I think so maybe you weren't then i don't think so
1: but i was just like i am there were a lot of older kids and i'm like i'm so out of my element here <sighs> I, I went to one concert and I was so red faced from just like trying to keep up that I got scared and just quit. <laughs> Never went back. It's too hard. So I can really relate to what's going on here is What I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying, yeah, um, right.
0: Well, that's how I. That's how I learned how to play guitar was because of jazz band. Because um, I I borrowed a guitar from my buddy like just for kicks, like, the the summer in between, like, 5th and 6th grade a bass guitar, mm-hmm. and I would just mess around with that, and then I got my own, and then, yeah, I learned, like, how to read, you know, how to read music and how to play, and then I started playing in jazz band in in middle school and in 6th sixth, in sixth grade, and then, you know, played it through... Um, or maybe for some reason, or maybe our jazz band wasn't available for middle school at 6th grade. It was only 7th and 8th. I can't remember, but I played it, you know, through middle school, and then, you know, I, I did you know, did it in high school, and then I played in, you know, we we were, we played in a little bit outside, but yeah, I played in, like, a jazz quartet group, too. Through high school, we did the talent shows and things like that. But Nice. Um, I mean, that's how I, that's what got me into that style of music and stuff was jazz Man. and if it wasn't for that, I never would have, you know, learned how to play the bass and had interest in learning to play the guitar. I never quite learned how to play the guitar, but stand-up bass is, like, that is such a fun instrument. Um, we You know, we had one uh, just for, like, the one year, At at school, but, oh, it's so fun.
1: Did you walk the... Oh, I walked it. (laughs) What did I say? Take the dog for a walk?
0: (laughs) And I I did have one other notable element um, for what you plan, but it looks like Lucas and I share that. So we'll talk about that after he's done.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, Jason, I need you to know one thing. Yeah. I drink your milkshake. I, I drink, drink it up. milkshake. I drink it up. Um, I'm an oil man. For real. Because I play a game called Turmoil. Mm-hmm. Um, so weird. I was watching. I was just clicking around on uh, Google Plus of all things. Uh, one quick side note on Google Plus. They have a new version that I don't use because it does not incorporate Google Hangouts anymore. And... Therefore, there is no reason for me to go to Google Plus at all, if that's the case. So I continue <sighs> to use the old version until they get rid of it. Um, hey, now that we found
0: a way to auto post there for episodes, I don't, even, I don't even go back. You don't even <laughs> so. go back.
1: Um, so I was just looking through the videos and posts that I have on there, and I happen to follow Jack Jacksepticeye. I know I talked about him last episode, mm-hmm. so uh, we're besties. And he, but I don't know why I followed him. He's like the only YouTuber that I follow on there. I don't know why that is, but I saw him playing this game and I was like, well, I'll check this out. Uh, So it's a game called Turmoil and he was playing it and it, the way he was playing it was frustrating me because he just jumped right in and I'm just like, oh, I could do such a much better job. So I just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy it. It was only $10. It wasn't on sale or anything. I had extra cash. I was like, I'm going to buy it. Screw it! So, just on a whim, I ended up buying it, and I'm glad I did because this game is a game about. It almost it, seems it, like is it, it was a Game of Thrones. It is the Game of Thrones, and everyone loses. No, um, it's almost like a board game in a weird way. It's almost like Monopoly or something like that, but it it, it isn't. It isn't a Steam game that was is a board game, but just digitalized. It's a full fledged game, and what you do is the end goal is to become mayor of the town to become mayor of the town. You have to buy shares that the mayor is selling to buy the shares. You need to make money um, because they're auctioned off to make money. You dig for oil, Jason. Ah, so it's all coming together now. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then question mark, question mark, question mark. And then last step obviously is profit. um, so what you do is you bid on land mm-hmm. and the land, the, it's like procedurally generated and you know how well you did last time. Like how much oil was in this region of the area based on your la- the last time you went through and bid on land. So whatever you're bidding on, you're kind of speculating that there'll be much more oil. So you can see it kind of fall off as the numbers decrease. Or you can see you hit a nice um, oil patch and got lucky or something as they increase. So there's a bidding element. You play against three NPCs and uh, you pick your land. And then it goes into the actual oil business part of the drilling and everything. So you have these guys who come out and they look for the oil. They tell you where it is. Uh, but it's you don't see... Um, you don't see, like, it doesn't put crosshairs exactly where they are. It's a 2D screen, half underground, half above ground. And so they'll stand above the place where there's oil down there somewhere. So you dig, you place an oil rig, and you lay down pipe, but you can't, you have to hit the oil deposit to be able to get the oil out, obviously. But you have to make sure you have enough connections that if you need to like branch off your oil pipes uh you can because you can't just like do one big straight line and then add branches in later um and it costs money to lay this pipe so there's a little bit of strategy going on when it comes to finding the oil and like how far down you want to gamble um as far as putting the pipe down. Because there's like a startup cost. Putting to, the
0: pipe down.
1: There's a startup cost to laying the pipe, Jason. As ah. you know. Uh, so you don't want to do it in too many. Uh, lanes of pipe. But uh, And then the other element of it. Is that you sell it right there. You don't just collect it. So you can choose to store the oil. Above ground. Or you can sell it to one of two stores. Left incorporated and right incorporated. And as you play the game the prices are going up and down. And so you have to keep track of, one, not only what you're doing in front of you, but a lot of the time you'll get focused on, for instance, you'll try to uh, drill to get to where the oil is, but then you'll hit a rock, and then you're like, damn it, now i got to upgrade the oil rig. Okay, I'm going to upgrade the oil rig so it can dig through rock, and then I'm going to try to find the oil, and I'm searching. Oh, shit, oil just went up to a really awesome price. Why am I not selling this giant, like... Five oil um uh not drums, oil silos this sounds hard worth of uh well, it doesn't go as fast as you think it would, but like you definitely want to offload all your oil at the highest prices, so it's uh it's it's fun, it's like got weird almost board gamey elements to it with the auctioning and everything, but then it also has like kind of the the main game which is actually drilling for oil and Mm -hmm. of course you can unlock upgrades and stuff like that so that your drills drill faster or your pipes are wider if you know what I'm saying uh and stuff like that so it's really fun it's it's addictive because you're just watching the money roll in um but there's times exactly just sit back and watch it roll in but there are times where I screwed up royally because you have to pay spillage fines if You don't get the oil out of the rig fast enough and it doesn't tell you how much like is spilling and it doesn't tell you how much you're going to have to pay. And so at the end, you might make like twenty thousand dollars in oil, but then you find out you have like a twelve thousand dollar oil spillage fine. And so that like you think you did really well and then you're like, oh, shit, I didn't do that well at all. So you take all these earnings, you go back and you purchase uh, land stock um or stock in the town sorry and if you get whoever gets to 50 percent first wins and uh i f- i actually played all the way through surprisingly wow it took me i think like five or six hours but yeah i don't know i i struck while the iron was hot or while the oil was um full i guess and uh-huh. uh it was, it was fun. I probably played again. I unlocked something called Expert Mode, so we'll see. Um, I didn't really ever have a challenge, honestly. I mean, hmm. I never felt like I was going to lose. I just kind of felt like I might run up, out of money if I screwed up too bad. So maybe Expert Mode will, will relieve that. But uh, yeah, that's Turmoil. It's a pretty cool game. It's like $10 on uh steam and i imagine it probably runs on just about anything because it's 2d it actually kind of looks like a flash game or something but with actual professional graphics as opposed to um you know somebody's hand drawn shite yeah uh real quick gravity falls i finished it it was awesome i i just like how
0: (laughs) all of a sudden out of nowhere like i've talked about different shows on here for a while and then i don't know where you finally start you'll finally you jump in and then like the next show we're done like well i'm current or well i'm done now
1: <laughs> well i mean it, when i get into it you know I, I i go at it with a tenacity um well it helps that i waited so long cuz i didn't have a way to watch it cuz i didn't have disney xd but for some yeah, reason they true. decided that they were going to put it on hulu and that i with i don't even know how i happened to see it but uh, I think it was just recently added and I was like oh shit I'm gonna watch that and then I did and uh that's a that's an easy one to watch a lot of at 20 minutes just uh get in there get out and next thing you know you've watched like five episodes <laughs> so uh yeah I really enjoyed it a lot i've I've talked at, about it at length before but I will say that the last three episodes were pretty epic so. yeah yeah I mean, Giant Robot is always good in my book, yeah. so.
0: Well, it's really weird, too, that you bring that up, because they took, like, that last season took a lot of different um, hiatuses um, throughout its re- production or re- release, you know, mm-hmm. whichever you want to say it. I don't know if they were related simply for production purposes, I think, it, or it was just kind of weird how maybe Disney scheduled it out. But, like, uh, so uh, for whatever reason, you know, I didn't start Watch Gravity Falls until – whenever and I, I downloaded out season one and watched that. And then I just started to, instead of downloading season two, I just basically recorded what I, what I could watch on demand. I would. And then anytime Gravity Falls was on, I would record it. Oh yeah. And, and eventually I, I got current with that. Cause then they had like this huge break in between, like they showed um, episode one, you know, Weird McGeddon part one. Mm-hmm. And then there was this huge, there was a break. And then finally got you know part two and three, because they showed it in like a. I can't because part three was like an hour, wasn't it?
1: No, it was all the same length.
0: Okay, so I think the part two and three they aired at the same time, and then okay. they split it up yeah, separately. Probably. But yeah, uh, you know, and I I've, I've talked about it when it aired too. You know, it 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 it, it it's it's. It stinks a little bit. It stinks that it, it was only two seasons, but in a way, it's good because it's inclusive. You know, it, it ends, and you're not like sometimes you know when shows run too long, and then there's a problem. Like you just get an ending. At least I'm okay with the ending, you know, because it makes sense for what the scope of the show was and the story. Yeah. kind of goes full circle.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like they were. I don't feel like they were floating the show to get to the ending, and I don't feel like they cut it off particularly short either as far as like what they could do with the amount of shows that they had left when they knew that they were going to finish it. I do. Like I said, though, I feel like they're going to, they could, they kind of have made it so that if they wanted to, they could come back to it for another summer the way that it ended. So that is interesting to me. I don't think they will, but I just thought it was kind of, even if they don't, it makes me think that the characters themselves do. So that's kind yep. of a nice thought, I guess. <laughs> well,
0: I know Al- Alex Hirsch is working on. I think it's something with Fox. I think some oh, sort of animated project. <laughs> I I don't quote me on that. I know I know he's working on some another animated something, but I don't. I can't remember what network it's.
1: Uh, developing right. animated series for. Fox, it's an oh. exclusive. I yeah, don't I think that they. I don't think that they've actually announced what it is. At least, when was this posted? Mm. Oh, this is January 6, thousand sixteen. So, I don't know if they've actually released what it is. But uh, yes, you are correct on all points that you have listed. Um, and then we, yeah, we've we both. I actually, it's kind of funny. I uh, was thinking about watching this just based. Solely on the way that it looked when I saw it in Netflix, uh, in Netflix's queue, and I held off because I just didn't really feel like watching anything at the time. But then I saw you had it on your list today, and I snuck in one episode. Okay, of- I'm
0: glad because at first I'm like, I'm like, I I, I purposely haven't said anything to you about it yet because I wanted to talk to you about it on the show, but then I was like, <laughs> he's got it on his list. How did he watch any of this and not talk to me about it? No,
1: no, I, I actually had another, I saw that, well, first I saw somebody on um, Facebook who is went, um, kind of in my film buddies group. Uh, he said something about it, and then, then I saw you had it on your list, and I was like, all right, all right, this sounds right up my alley based on, his description and the way it looked. And then I saw you had watched it, so I was like, I got to watch at least one episode of this. So You're I not did. watching
0: it with the wife at all?
1: No, I don't, I don't know if it's anything she would be interested in. She doesn't really do horror very well, so I wasn't sure oh. how okay, scary it would be. Um, but we're talking about Stranger Things, by the way, the Netflix original series. Yes, yeah,
0: just started the 15th. So just yes. just premiered on Friday. It's eight episodes, uh 52 minutes each.
1: What did you think? Oh, how far are you? We're done. Oh shit. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess I will Okay, I guess I will talk about it and then We we started so you it. Know um, what I well,
0: know. okay, so the whole the only reason I heard about this was when we went and saw we went and saw um the shallows. And there yes. was it they played the tees- the trailer number 2 of this and it was one of the one of the trailers before the movie it was the trailer too, of of stranger things and i was Whoa. like what is this and um i'll i'll give the quick synopsis before you talk about what what it is okay. basically if you grew up at all watching any movies from the 80s this is like if 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 it stephen king's it et and like something of john carpenter's <laughs> all got together, had a baby. It would and throw the Goonies in there too. It would be this movie. It's like set in a small town, in Indiana. Um, Hawk, what's the name of it? Hawkins. Hawkins, yeah. Indiana, and uh, you know, four friends, um, nerdy middle schoolers, and one of their friends disappears on his way home, and then all of a sudden, this mysterious girl shows up, and there's like this overarching conspiracy going on, and it's like it's it's so like remember the, the movie The Gate that we talked, I talked about that one time that just, yes. it's so much like stuff like that. It's so much like any eighties movie, like paranormal sci-fi horror that you can remember. This is the show is paying a, a homage to. Yeah.
1: It's a love letter to these yeah. movies for sure. And
0: we like, we started watching on Saturday and watched four episodes. And then we finished the remaining four on Sunday. Like Jessica and I both loved it. Like, I think that the, the kids that they cast do a phenomenal job. I mean, some I, I've, read, I've read some more reviews and stuff. And, like, yeah, such, sure, some of the writing is a bit on the nose and things like that. But I think, the, like, especially, I think all these kids do a really great job with their parts. And, you know, and it's all, like, the stereotyp- stereotypical uh, nucleus group of friendship. You know, you've got the, the one kid, Mike, the leader, but he doesn't really know, he's doesn't really understand his char- her charisma yet, and he's still awkward. And then you've got the 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 chubby comedic rel- relief and Dustin, you know, and then <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Lucas is, like, the the, the hothead best friend, and then Will's, like, the all-around nice guy. <laughs> you know, it's they just, seem
1: to, the actors themselves seem to have a chemistry, the kids, yeah. because, like, even in one episode when they're fighting in the principal's office when the cops are talking to him, I, they just fought like like it wasn't forced at all when he's like, shut up, man. <laughs> and because they were fighting over Lord of the Rings, and one of them was like, "Well, actually, it's the Hobbit," you know. And he's like, "Shut up! It's the same thing. Whatever."
0: Oh my um, gosh! It's yeah, just... it
1: is. It's it's great. It's. I mean, I'm only one episode in, but it it like you said, I immediately felt like Stephen King meets uh, Steven Spielberg at the very yeah. least.
0: Yeah, I mean, that first episode though really throws you right in though. I mean for for. No, not, not minor spoilers because it's in the trailer too. But I mean, they start off; these kids are playing D anD D, which is you know first yes. thing we can all relate to. And then just like the events that immediately happen, you know. Um, I don't think we mentioned too. It is set like as far as I can tell, it's got to be set like right around nineteen eighty or eighty one because they make throughout the show they'll make a lot of references to Star Wars specifically, oh, okay. specifically Empire. And then I think um, there's a couple other movies that were out, so I I could. That's as best as I can, you can tell. Zero in, on yeah. It. Plus, this uh, you're gonna like the soundtrack too. The further, oh, you I get already to.
1: love it. Yeah, I was gonna say I already love it. It's inspired. The whole thing is inspired, but not just directly copied or dire- just falling yeah. into the same pitfalls yeah. of most '80s things. I, I could like,
0: fill an entire podcast about the show, so don't don't let me run on about <laughs> go it. Go on if too far. You, just, you need to. You if you are like, I think. Predominantly, most of the listeners of our podcast have somewhat similar interests to us, so or and they're around that same age demographic. I know with Lucas, you're probably somewhat on the the younger the the low, younger side of that of the the, the demo that we. Yeah, I have
1: in. fond memories of eighties, but I only lived about four years of it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so I mean, you you have to watch this. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and watch this. Yeah,
1: what is it eight? Eight episodes? Yep,
0: eight episodes. Um, so, suppose like, immediately already, like, uh, social media is on fire for once a second season. And I think well, so far, what I've read is like Netflix almost always greenlights for at least a second season on all their shows. But um, as I was watching this, I was worried too. I'm like, well, maybe this is all. I mean, it says the Netflix, you know, it's on Netflix as season one. It's called the Netflix series. I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe is there going to be a reason to have this you know or is this the whole story gonna be self-contained and we're just getting like you know an eight episode movie type of thing you know
1: oh like a mini series or something but
0: um i can't i won't tell you because i (laughs) i know that answer so
1: okay well you kind of did already but that's okay because i don't know any details and i i you didn't spoil anything for me so yes this is this is just great i will say that it doesn't um the visuals aren't um like if you don't really care that it's an homage to the '80s, it's not like in your. They didn't try to make it look like a Grindhouse film. You know how no. like like they'll they'll make a Grindhouse movie in the looks of a '70s movie by yeah. giving it like fake grit grit yeah. and stuff like that. Like this still looks like an up to date yeah. thing. It's just the, everything is inspired by '80s stuff. Yeah,
0: the only time the only part in the show that that actually takes place is like that the title. Card. Yeah exactly a little bit of some of that
1: which is perfect going on but (laughs) with the way it zooms in and then the letters become like what you're watching it's it's just everything is just like a subtle nod to to um the 80s or an overt nod (laughs) sometimes but either way yeah i'm enjoying it and i i'm sure i'll have it finished by the time we do another podcast so so good well that's everything for me uh so good didn't play much. Didn't want watch much. But what was there was quality entertainment, Jason.
0: Yeah, excellent. Stranger Things. Watch it seriously.
1: That's the that's the um that's the thing. I I kind of feel like we might want to do OC remix. I, now. I think I think you're
0: right. Uh, by but, the way, episode 143 is going to be titled "Watch Stranger Things." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I'm okay with that. Uh, all right. Well, let me get you know. I'm I'm a damned I'm a damned fool. Coming I up on have... uh,
0: episode 123 of of Flexipose, we have a great uh, Metroid remix for you. It's called Lucre.
1: <laughs> Lucre. Lucre. All right, I'm spinning this. Oh, that's oh. right. I can't ta- I can't tab away from it. It knows too much. Ooh, lucky number seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ooh, ooh, this will be a fan mm. favorite. It uh, oh God, Jason.
0: our winner tonight is Final Fantasy Seven.
1: Whoa, is it ironic that it's number seven and Ooh, it's Final Fantasy? 7? Lucky VII? number
0: sevens. It's like when oh. you get uh when you roll seven seven seven, and Holy then you, Your character goes into all lucky sevens mode, and you look oh at you had da- have-
1: look at the date it was released.
0: 1997 was the game. When was this? The remix was. Oh my gosh! It's posted on July seventh. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I gotta go win the lottery.
1: Illuminati. Illuminati. I'm Uh,
0: calling it. um, Okay, so this is called (laughs) Judgment Funkadelic. (laughs) Uh, It's from Final Fantasy VII, released by, uh, created by Square, or were they SquareSoft at that time? I don't remember. For the Sony PlayStation in 1997. It looks like we have a bunch of. musicians that are collaborating on this because we have a whole list of uh, remixers Charles Ritz, David Peacock, Drum Ultima, Dutcher Snadek Dutchers Nedig, Dutchers, Dutcher's S- Nadeeker, <laughs> Frederick Hafen, Mark Pepigan, Dury Tet, Thenakan, and Shafi One Shafi one. And our, I like our, it. our composer, the legendary Nobu Omatsu. Um <laughs> This song is Judgment Day and well everyone knows Final Fantasy 7 so be that as it may let's play Final Fantasy 7 Judgment
1: Funkadelic a 5 out of 5 oh, Adam, I thought, from Adam Sessler. I thought it was going to be this one goes out to a lonely heart out there
0: <laughs> I'm Casey Kasem <laughs> and this song goes out to a lonely heart somewhere in Radio Land I don't I don't know that was good. No, it was beautiful. It started off good, but then, you know, it's weird. You can do an impression, and then I can do some words, but that's why I couldn't ever be a voice actor because you got to be able to do everything as that character. That's true. Sometimes I can't.
1: Wise words.
0: Lucas, what did you think of the odds of us playing a jazzy remix when we were talking about jazz on all sevens night?
1: Um, all I can say is I do feel lucky and I'm not a punk. Damn it.
0: You're not a punk. I'm going to go a... gamble
1: my life away. You're a, I'm an oil man. That's not a punk at all.
0: <clears throat> oil man. All right. How about some news of the week then?
1: Oh, uh... I gotta sting the crap out of that. Yeah, you did.
0: All right, so we're starting off, folks, with games news of the yes. week. Our top yes. story comes from Kotaku. There is this action RPG called Blossom Tales. It'll be available on Steam this fall. Um, they have more available information available here, which is the uh, the website uh, Blossom Tales by FDG Entertainment. Uh, looks like it's gonna be fifteen bucks, but it, they have a YouTube.
1: I put it up uh, here because trailer. it reminded me of you because you like Zelda and I was like this looks like something Jason would like. Well, and really anybody it. if you like a link to the past, I mean come on, well, who doesn't? Hold on. Holding.
0: Like the music in this intro is very similar to like the Zelda Zelda's lullaby theme. Um yeah, it is very much it's like a it's very much linked to the past, but it's more of a, um, the pixel art. It's like linked to the past, mixed with like pixel junk shooter or something. You know, yeah, that, it's that a little cleaner, too clean. Yeah, yeah, very clean pixel art style, but it looks it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, it's very much inspired by, linked to the past, which the,
1: the color scheme is practically yeah. the exact same. There's even block pushing for God's sakes.
0: But I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd definitely check it out. I love. Games like this, so... Epic stories with cool art design, and... I mean, Zelda's... I obviously like... Um... Zelda.
1: So... Zelda. How could you not? Zelda. Zelda? Zelda. I think this is a little bit like Zelda. Ah! Is it like Zelda? Uh... I can't tell. Why don't you... Can I be a Kokiri? If you're... You know what? Just for that... Hey, listen! That's what you get. Um... Yeah, just go check out the video. It'll tell you everything you need to know. How about that?
0: There you go. That'll work. Our runner-up is you can kill Gary Busey. Yeah. Gary? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Gary. No, I was thinking more of of (laughs) the uh, uh, Team America World Police. Gary? Oh, jeez. I was thinking
1: I went to... um, (laughs) A much different place than you.
0: Fun it's, fact, Lucas and I went and saw that with a group of people, and everyone hated it. But him and I, I was, were like,
1: this was amazing. They are like, how could you think that? This sucked.
0: Because we're idiots. Um, okay, That's this true. is from Destructoid. Boot up Hitman this week to find and eliminate Gary Busey. <laughs> He'll yep. be in Sapien- Sapienza.
1: Ah, uh, yes. I was just Thursday. there yesterday.
0: So he's, he's <laughs> Gary the wild card Busey. He's going to be inside Hitman. you got to hunt him down. That's kind of a cool event, though. Like If a game randomly did stuff like that, that's kind of pretty cool. They'll,
1: they did a Twitter thing to determine who actually okay. was between Gary Busey and Gary Cole, which looked familiar, but I don't think I I couldn't quite place why I would know him.
0: Our our, our author says, I've seen it. What is that word? Posted, posited? P-O-S-I-T-E-D. I'm not familiar with that pronunciation or that phrase. Posted. Posited? Yeah. Yeah. Or is that supposed to be posted?
1: No, it's positive like I am I, not familiar I, with positive. I yeah. posit I posit to you, like I offer up to you a question. Ah, okay, interesting. I believe today, if I remember correctly. Today I
0: learned um that Gary Busey is unkillable, so this could be a tough one. So, oh
1: Jesus. Well he's got those awesome. teeth, man.
0: Um <laughs> Amazon Fire TV.
1: Yeah To correct, uh Gary Gary Cole is um yeah, I'm gonna need you to come in to work on Saturday. We got a lot of work to catch up on. Okay, so if you could do that, that would just be great. Thanks. He's that guy. Well, cool.
0: I like that idea. <laughs> there I mean, was an
1: extremely long pause. I don't uh, know. If... I,
0: I I thought you were gonna say something more, and I was waiting for it. Oh, then... I
1: thought that. I thought that would give it away immediately. The girls. The girls never came. The girls never came. Well, they do call me you know the man of broken dreams i don't know let's just continue boulevard of broken dreams
0: um <laughs> we'll save movies for Perfect. last uh jumping into technology yes. our top technology. story is you can buy a smart jump rope at the apple store this is of Jason course Smolt. of course you can because why not because fucking what apple what does it do, Jason? Do you want to know what it does? Well, it is the Tangram Smart Rope, a jump rope with embedded LEDs that creates the appearance of a digital display in midair that displays your jump count. It tracks <laughs> your jumps, your calories burn, and has a leaderboard system that you can compare jump stats with your friends.
1: How much probably is has it,
0: achieved Probably has achievements, too. Uh, it's $90. <laughs> yes.
1: That is fucking stupid.
0: Just so you know, the top-selling jump rope right now on Amazon costs 10 bucks.
1: I... Yeah, exactly. It's a jump and it's, rope. And it says survival and cross,
0: and it's got a skull and crossbones.
1: It actually looks like one that would be and like it says, $30. It's, it's
0: the best for boxing, MMA training, CrossFit, fitness, speed, adjustable, survival, and cross by FMS International authorized only seller.
1: I think it's the best CrossFit. rope to jump over. CrossFit. You got to talk
0: about it. Share yeah. pictures. Tell people that you're doing CrossFit.
1: I'm, cross, I'm a CrossFitter. Number one you rule CrossFit,
0: understand. you got to tell people you're doing CrossFit.
1: It's the opposite of... Um, that movie fight club fight club thank you my god i tried to make a reference and then i failed miserably just looking at the just looking (laughs) at what they put in the handle is yeah i feel like this thing needs to retract like uh daredevil's cane or something for it to make it i would be more attracted to that ability than a flashing digital display this is so dumb this is the worst thing I've ever seen, and it's $90. I hate it, and I but I don't hate that you told me about it because it's great. Boy. Uh, this was posted
0: on The Verge, and I must say, you know, you, you get certain sites that are part of a specific networks, and at the bottom, you know, they have recommended links for you. Sure. Um, my favorite meme has been erased from the Internet by copyright claims. A security developer wrote such a scathing Amazon review that the product disappeared. Watch the new trailer for the scary-as-hell sci-fi movie Morgan, and then I get this one. How to fix creepy skin. Watch.
1: <laughs> You'll never believe what happened next. Gosh.
0: Uh, movies and television. Our top story is Star Wars news to recap from Celebration. So uh, starting Friday through the Sunday was Star Wars Celebration Europe. It's um, the big, not official, but pretty much official convention that Star Wars has every year. Um, next year it'll be in Orlando, and uh, yeah, they have a bunch of panels, a bunch of awesome stuff. Um, main highlights, though, starting off on Friday, we had, um, it was a panel featuring, uh, well, I, f- I find that all of the, the panels feature- with Dave Filoni were actually the most entertaining. He's uh, He was the main, main guy behind the Clone Wars, and then with Rebels, and um, he's worked with George Lucas for a while, but he's really, really involved with a lot of projects, um, not so much with the films, but mainly on, on like the side stuff. But, um, they had one with, uh, I believe it was, it was him. I want to say, I don't think it was Pablo Hidalgo was in that one, but at least some other members of the story group. And it was about, uh, uh, Ahsoka and further, further, what kind of happened with her in the time period between, um, clone wars and rebels. And I, I believe actually it was Pablo was on that one. And then Ashley Eckstein, the voice actor that, um, that plays her. And, they kind of talked about like some unfinished, you know, um, episodes and th- things like that. Never got, got never made it in there. Um, ideas they had. They showed some of the rough, the rough cut animations, like they did with some of the lost Clone Wars episodes. But then they actually announced a new book um, on the way called Ahsoka. Um, I think that will flesh out some of the, at least some of those stories, um, and give us a little more backstory there. So. Cool to get excited for. I mean, and I have to say, much like many much of the internet, when Ahsoka first came into existence, we were like, what the hell is this? Why does Anakin Skywalker have a Padawan? This is stupid. It
1: doesn't make any sense.
0: And then, I don't know, by the time Clone Wars is over, I was like, wow, I was wrong. I mean, she was just a really cool character. And then everything they've done with her in Rebels, it's just really cool to see. Um, then they had, following that day, they had some really cool stuff with uh, ILM. Like talking about um how they did certain special effect shots and stuff throughout the trilogy, but then more specifically going into the stuff like the prequels and then in with episode seven, but I didn't realize just how much of episode like episode one were miniatures and and other things. I just assumed a lot of you know it was just all c g i but a lot of the sets and like things like that were all miniatures that they built, which is just pretty crazy.
1: It's sad um, that they still looked shitty considering that they put that much work into them.
0: Uh, and um, I, the highlight though for for Friday was they had the Rogue One panel, and I I'm not familiar.
1: Who's the director of Rogue One again, Lucas? Um, he did Godzilla. Michael McFargan Newfer, I think, was his name. Uh, I don't remember exactly because I don't remember names, but I do remember Gareth that, Edwards. That's so. yep. That's what you I, was know, I, I know.
0: I know little, little about him, but since you know they've released uh, like the Star Wars show, I had an interview with him and stuff. And I mean, he basically, much like all of us, grew up watching Star Wars over and over and over. Um, and I have a lot of faith that this movie is going to be really, really cool. Did, did you watch Godzilla? The I 2014? still haven't seen that. No, I still haven't seen that. Yeah, you should watch it
1: just to have a little bit more, even more faith in the fact that this is going to be a good movie. <laughs> it is a. It was a very good rendition or remake of Godzilla, especially when you compare it to the other crap that we've had to deal with. So <laughs> it's it's not it's not it's not like what was it 1999's nine's Godzilla uh,
0: Godzilla two thousand yeah
1: yeah it's actually good like come you with be embarrassed me embarrassed to watch
0: it um so they had the Rogue One panel which had it uh, was hosted by Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. Captain Phasma herself so that was cool but then it had like you know it had, it had Gareth Edwards it had Kathleen Kennedy it had uh, I can't remember the the woman's name that's from the story group it had those three from Lucas well, the director and those from Lucasfilm and then it had pretty much the entire cast that we know so far yeah um, I I don't know everyone's names so I'm not going to list them all off but you know Forrest Whitaker and Felicity Jones and you know and that is that it. whole, <laughs> that whole <laughs> and that whole group and then you know, it was cool. You know, what they they share, you know, a little bit of backstory about the characters and stuff. But we can learn, um, they showed a really cool behind the scenes, like, trailer slash featurette. It's about four minutes long. And we see, you know, a bunch of some shots, some new stuff. Um, it's funny how, you know, fans have broken that stuff down. And two of the shots, it looks like you might see that there's one that shows, like, the the Rebels command center almost. Mm-hmm. And we, it looks very similar to what could be Jimmy Smith's. So we can only assume it's going to be, um, Oh gosh. Uh, Bail, Organa. Bail, Bail Organa. And then there's another scene of um, director, whatever his name is from the Empire, you know, showing something. And they show all these high ranking Imperial officers, and you get a glimpse of what appears to be Tarkin. So mm. that's cool if those uh, are going to be in there. And they also confirm that Vader is going to be in this movie. And then, you know, they show that feature out again. And then right at the end, you know, Kathleen Kennedy makes this big deal about now you guys want to see something more? And she's like, well, don't put your phones away. Don't record it. Da, da, da. And then us online viewers still see the stupid feature up for the third <laughs> yeah, time. It's very was like, confusing. What? And then I learned that the, the actual people at celebration got to see a new trailer for Rogue one, which has not yet. I think it did leak actually on the internet. And then it got, it was taken down. So it hasn't been officially <laughs> released. Um, You see a couple of new things. We don't, we didn't see before. We see a young, uh, what is Felicity Jones character? I can't remember. Um, what, uh, what her character's name is. Anywho, we see a young version of that, blah, 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 blah. And then we see at the very end, we get to see
1: Jin Erso.
0: There we go. Jin Erso. And then we see Darth Vader at the end. So, spoilers.
1: <laughs> I wonder who's in the suit for Darth Vader.
0: Um, yeah, good question. All right, all we know J- We know James Earl Jones is doing the voice again. So, um, just, I can't, I can't wait to see what we get from this. And then, um, I didn't watch it until today, but the the last big thing that I'm going to pull out is, uh, uh, star Wars rebels panel. And wow. Season three is probably easily going to be the best one of the show. The, the biggest reveal of the show right in the trailer is grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. He, he is now Canon, um, huge that they brought him into, um, the universe, because, I mean, he was part of the old EU that they decanonized and just made, you know, uh, legends. And, um, you know, and they, they, brought, like... they brought consulted with Timothy Zahn to do it. He's writing a new book called Thrawn, um, which is a huge deal. I still haven't read the Heir to the Empire series, but that's, like, how the EU basically started, so I really need to get on that. Um, huge deal. Uh, also in the trailer, Wedge Antilles is in there. Apparently he was a TIE fighter pilot that de- de- defected from the Empire. Hmm bunch of other stuff going on Ezra's apparently got some sort of struggle between the light side and the dark there's so much cool stuff that's going in there and and like Dave Filoni made a point to say how they're um, visually you know the Clone Wars was kind of colorful and like Rebel started off really colorful but now they're visually it's coming it's going closer to a stylistic point and palette more similar to what we see in Rogue One so we're getting closer and closer to see this how this Rebel story is going to intertwine with the overall Star Wars, you know, story. Which is gonna be interesting because how what we you know you have to ask, you know, what's gonna to happen to these characters, you know. Right. How what are they gonna do with Ezra? He's gonna be the same age as Luke and Leia. He's this powerful force user, but then he just vanishes for all this time. So something's gonna I mean, it's probably you know is it gonna be a combination of killing off characters or disappearing into the outer, you know, rims of the galaxy? We we don't know. But it looks it's insane that they brought Thrawn back for so many people that, that hypes so much, you know, and I, I, it's just, it's so cool. I, I, I also saw today online that episode, it's confirmed like episode eight starts right where episode seven leaves off, like right at that scene at the, that Jedi temple ruins. So that's kind of cool. But, um, I just, oh, rogue one. I just want, <laughs> ready for it. Got to wait till December.
1: Ugh. Speaking of waiting. I like Star Wars. I'm all right with it. <laughs> it's like this. That's my dumbest joke. Is I think when we were watching the, we we had just seen the thing that they shown at the panel, and I was like, oh, it looks all right. That laughing alien guy, though, I love that. Guy. Oh yeah, he's my new um, uh, that,
0: that that side gunner.
1: Yeah, he's my new. Uh, what's the name of the uh 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 that Nyan-nub. guy? Nub. Freaking! Oh, 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 oh. I hate him now, thanks to Star Wars Battlefront. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, it's just a dumb joke. I do. Uh, <laughs> I forget. Sorry, I lost my short. Short
0: troopers, awesome armor. Could be my I, new favorite stormtrooper armor. It's I like the story.
1: Troopers. I like the story that he was telling about how those guys didn't know the the ones in the stormtrooper that were in the armor that were standing in the water and they didn't know what they were doing basically and they felt stupid because they i'm assuming they must have hired local since yeah. it doesn't really matter who's in there as long as they're all basically the same height
0: it's just me too or doesn't it like so see it star wars in a tropical environment just looks so
1: wrong yeah it just it feels really <laughs>
0: strange doesn't it
1: yeah it i like it because it actually finally looks like something new Um, but it is something kind of weird to think about. The only thing, like Kashyyyk is about the closest I could think of as far as seeing something similar. that's true. But those are like really big trees and everything. I just remember the beach scene.
0: My dreams of Kyle Katarn showing up are are rapidly getting destroyed. Uh I did see that, um, jumping back to Rebels, apparently there's a ship that's the same exact style of uh, Dash Rendar's.
1: Flying away um, from. Oh, you mean some, like like it's actually made? It, it'd be like the Honda Civic or something. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's like the same the same model freighter and everything, but it's not it's not the what's his the outrigger or the outrunner or something like that. It's not that one though. So. Dun, dun, Dang. Dun. Burnt, burnt. So that's your Star Wars and our go. runner our runner up Game of Thrones. This why does that say seven episodes?
1: Season 7 is 7 episodes long. Oh, okay. So that's Which is the why. first time that it's Only been 7 our episodes? Yelp, wow. And it doesn't I feel like start until summer. I feel like we're getting
0: really short on that.
1: Well, if they would stop oh, Okay, he either needs to start writing a lot faster or they need to take a longer Well, they've already
0: they've already passed the books and yes, everything anyway, exactly. so I I mean this series is going to be done before he gets like well, this isn't, if he gets this book finished before this Game of Thrones is done, I mean, the the TV show is done, I'd be amazed.
1: Is is this the one that isn't really about anybody we're going to care about? Is, or is he writing – I heard something like he was writing a, another book or this is the book that introduces a lot more characters that don't even – like it's almost like side stories I, or something.
0: I think we've already guessed something like that. But okay. I don't even know. I don't know. I, I, I haven't I haven't read – um, Game of Thrones in a bit. I mean, A uh, Song of Fire and Ice in a bit. I'm still somewhere in book. Where am I at? Book three or am I in book four? I'm, I'm. I'm still in A Feast for Crows. So let's see. Game of Thrones was the first book. Uh, Clash of Kings was the second book, right? Um,
1: Clash of Clans.
0: A feast for also. Oh, I am. I think I am on the third one. It's with the with the uh, Feast for Crows. I think because then you've got. Dance of Dragons, and then I don't. I don't know the order. I'm not. <laughs> just, I'm not an expert. Just watch me. the show. But Winds, Winds of Winter is the next one that he's supposed to be. The sixth novel, so he's got the five that are out. Just come on, man. Come on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But man, seven episodes though. That doesn't
1: seem like that's not
0: nearly long enough. Even at ten, I feel like ah, oh, it's over too soon especially with Silicon Valley when it's only a half-hour show.
1: Well, and they also have, like, 20 characters, and you see one scene per season of each character, it seems like sometimes, maybe two if you're lucky. It's like, you've got too many... No wonder why you keep killing people off. you got too many damn characters. You can't show enough of each to give... Like, uh Clegane, the fact... That, I mean, he had a really cool little story there, but is that all we're going to see of him? Like if the next uh, season is only seven episodes and they're going to bring him back, which they probably won't. But if they were to, that means there's probably one episode where it shows why they brought him back for five minutes, maybe if we're lucky, Hmm. they probably had, I'm sure he comes back and kills somebody or something and they just had to show that he was alive. I don't know, but there's just too many characters, not enough time. Either way, hmm. we're gonna have to wait forever. So it doesn't even. Yeah,
0: matter. gotta wait over a year for it. Ugh.
1: And that concludes news of the week. It does.
0: Boom, boom, boom. boom.
1: But does it conclude boom, boom. the show? Our podcast,
0: uh, just about. But you know, that's how it goes. Um, just a reminder, folks. Next uh, episode will be a Netflixation featurette. Uh, oh, we okay. are watching the movie ironclad you know paul giamatti in a medieval medieval <laughs> movie should be should be interesting um let's see if we got uh oh let's see hmm?
1: what happened in nope. nathan's question every week or whatever Nobody show.
0: can keep up with that they like to let us suffer that's true like let's see we're made we're made for suffering whatever it's <laughs>
1: I don't know why that that got that <laughs> yeah, we're made for, for suffering or something. It's very, I don't know. It's very funny it. for you.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, at this point in the show, we have a community grab bag where we will read comments, questions, things like that. If you Poetry. email us or social media uh, I do not have any of that this week. Ba, ba, ba. And I just want to say thanks to uh, Jonathan Gilmore again to your you know appearing on the show. Last yeah, it was, it, was it was a good a time. Sweet, sweet interview. It was cool to learn more about being a board game master. And, um, that's it, folks. That's going to wrap up the show. Thank you for listening. You have homework. Watch Gravity Falls. Watch Stranger Things. And, uh, kill Gary Busey. Do the so, things we
1: do because we're good at picking out things that we do. hmm uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. And with that, he's Lucas. I'm Jason. We're going to leave now. So you have a good time not listening to this podcast any longer. Yeah, right. Because your life's going to be empty now. So, um... Yeah, let's go. Let's get out of here. See ya. Goodbye. 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 Farewell.
1: See ya. Good night. Ta-ta for now.